All right. I think we're on air now. We're live. Um, this is Scott Woods, one man Wolfpack falling up on a, I won't call it a UNC beatdown, but a UNC win. I've got Bobby and Anderson from the two man pack podcast. So we're going to make it a three man pack podcast. <laughs> we're going to probably break down a little bit of the game. Uh, I know our, our heart is finally stopping. Um, I know Bobby has his drink, so I got, I got, I got, I think we all got a drink here trying to calm down a little bit. So, uh, it was, it was definitely, uh, a fun one to watch, but we'll, we'll go ahead and, and dive into it. So, uh, what did you guys think of that performance? Andy, you want to start it off or me? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm finally calming down now. That was <laughs> no, nothing's ever easy with us. It feels like, but. We managed to pull it out. Uh, game ball, Shaquille Moore, I think. We got to just start off with that, man. That that was a gutsy performance. A true freshman, I, what did he fin- finish up with? I mean, he had I 17 mean, points. Just ridiculous. And, the you know, the highlight dunk, that's going to be on SportsCenter tonight. I mean, what else can you say about him? It was just a total team effort. The hustle was there. We were worried about getting out-rebounded by Carolina yet again. We, we still did, but we, we gave enough effort where it's, we seemed to limit that. So, I mean, I'm just ecstatic right now. I'm still on cloud nine processing everything. I think everyone else is too. <laughs> yeah. Well, Bobby, this is, this is one of your last Carolina games as a student, so, so how are you feeling? Oh, man. Um, that would have been my last one at PNC against those guys. Mm. So, uh, really wish I could have been there. But, you know, at least we got one against them there. Um, we've come close every year <laughs> that I've been in school. We thought we were going to get one last year. that didn't work out. So, you know, it was different because uh, the atmosphere at PNC tonight would have been rocking. Um, really wish I could have been there. But, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm always happy with a win, especially with tonight. Um, it just feels good. I, I didn't have much uh, expectations heading into tonight, but getting that win is awesome. I'm on top of the world. Yeah. Ice cream, baby. Ice cream. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, the, that's kind of my takeaway from it is I, I was a little worried with, with DJ being out and, and matching up in their front court. And, I mean, I pretty much assumed we were going to get out-rebounded. That was just kind of going to be a given, but it was just trying to limit the offensive rebounds. Um but I think, again, you got Shaquille Moore, who gave 17 points, which is, I mean, I wouldn't say highly unexpected, but a little bit unexpected from the offensive end. I mean, obviously, you expect that production from the defensive end, just bringing some energy. But, I mean, overall, from top to bottom, I mean, I, I feel like they've just just played a great game. Um, I think we, let's let's kind of talk on Devin Daniels and I think his performance, I think, on top of Shaquille Moore – you know, Devin, you know, uh, for granted, I'll be the first one to tell you, he gets a little bit out of control and wild sometimes, but you also <laughs> got to live with, you also got to live with that because of the energy he brings. I remember a possession where, you know, he had, I think it was two or three shots consecutive, but he got his own offensive rebound just because he's, he's playing so hard. Let's kind of touch on how well Devin played. Um, and he kind of, honestly, especially down that stretch kind of kept us in it. Yeah, he yeah. did 23 points. And the, like you said, Scott, the hustle, was what was so impressive. Five rebounds, which, I mean, I wish he had hustle stats. I guess that is kind of one. But five rebounds, three assists. And defensively, like, he got into foul trouble pretty early on, but he managed to stay in the game, which was even more impressive. Yeah, Yeah, and I I think that, too, I think – and, again, it could have changed the outcome a little bit, but I think when he picked up his second, um, we kind of stayed steady. Shaquille kind of came in there and had had a really good performance and was playing well. And then when – uh, 
Manny picked up his second. It really changed. And that's when they went on their run because, you know, uh, we kind of lose some edge on the front court there with some with some big guys. So I think that kind of changed, especially especially probably how much we could have won by just because it they made that run towards the the end of the half right there. But um, yeah, absolutely. That, that's something that I guess uh, the big takeaway from tonight. I mean, obviously we won. You got to play forty minutes. You know, both halves we we had a double digit lead around the three and a half four minute mark, and then that was dwindled down to one or two possessions. So, you know, that, that's something that uh, can be improved going into the bulk of ACC play. Yeah, and I, uh, I guess we'll go into kind of the next step that, that is in the back of my mind for the game was, and I kept telling you guys while we were watching it, I was like, <laughs> turnovers, turnovers, turnovers. The only, the only way this team is not going to be really good every night is if they turn the ball over. And especially when Roy kind of went to that trapping, he really tried to, to trap Braxton. Uh, he was trying to trap... Um, Devin, I mean, pretty much anybody that came off a ball screen, he was trying to get it out of their hands. If they can find a way to take care of the ball, and then now when they take care of it and not have live ball turnovers, now they can establish their defense. And when they are able to get defensively right by either, you know, scoring a basket, and if they do turn it over, it's, you know, a pass out of bounds, so it's not a live ball turnover – they are going to be good because they probably uh, – I, I threw out the number 20%. I'd like to know the actual number. I don't think they scored more than 20% when we were able to pick up full court because we scored or, you know, uh, a timeout or something like that. So I'd be interested to see. Um, so hopefully turnovers moving forward is the one thing that I, I – if they don't do it, we could be really good. The funny yeah. thing is, Roy seems to really like to push the tempo against us, especially. It's kind of weird. It's kind of playing into Keats' own strategy, what he's come in and just preached. And it, it was kind of effective, especially later on in the game, which obviously we need to work on. But I'm just glad we held on. <laughs> Something, so, And I don't blame Roy for doing this at all, because especially without you know us having DJ tonight, they were really feeding the post and Baycott uh, and uh, Garrison Brooks. And in the first half, especially, you know, not having DJ, they really had a mismatch with Garrison Brooks and J. Cole, something we did more in the second half that forced a couple turnovers for them and, you know, got them off balance a little bit is whichever post player would get the ball, we'd sprint over and double team it. And we hadn't done that in the first half. That worked out some in the second, especially down the stretch. It forced some turnovers and got us to inflate the lead a little bit more when they when Carolina was cutting it tight. Yeah, for sure. So you know, we've already mentioned Shaquille. We've already mentioned – Devin, if you had to take a different person for your – we'll call it an underrated MVP of the game, <laughs> who are you taking? Manny Bates, for sure. I don't think it can go to anyone else. Defensively, he was tremendous. A lot of key blocks. I don't have the blocks pulled up yet, but 14 points, seven rebounds, very strong. And he just brought a, an energy to the game. Like He was pretty much going up against two big men all game. He was the only big man we had aside when you know Jalen Gibson was in there. But he played his heart out, and everyone did. But him especially, defensively, offensively, there really wasn't a – he didn't really have a bad moment that I can remember. Yeah. So I, I was going to say Manny, but just to not repeat it, I'll, I'll, give, a, I'll give a co-champion here. Um, I'll say Cam Hayes. I thought Cam put in some really good minutes again uh, as a freshman – like he is, a true freshman, I might add, running the one like that in a big game. He got thrown in in some tough situations when Carolina was making a run, calmed us back down. He had seven points, hit a couple big shots. Uh, I really like the way he plays, had a couple nice dishes. 
he he calms everything down. He likes to he the offense runs more smoothly, in my opinion, under him. Uh, so Cam Hayes and Manny Bates, of course. All right, since since you guys took two good ones, I think Manny is the obvious choice for the for the third guy. I'm gonna take first half Braxton Beverly, <laughs> and I, and I'm gonna take first half Sebron. So I'm gonna combine <laughs> their two first halves and make a one player. Um, but I think um, Braxton just in the first half, and again, I think I, I do think he's better. You know, kind of off the ball where they can kind of utilize him in some screens and you know entering it in the post where. His man's not going to want to help, so that opens up some things. For granted, we don't have DJ right now, but from when DJ's in there, even when Manny gets a touch, they can't help. Um, he controlled the tempo really well. He had a couple good passes inside to Manny that led to a dunk. He was just in control. I think the second half, they kind of really sped him up and made some things tough on him. Um, and then Sebron, I just thought in the first half, yeah, sometimes, again, he gets a little bit out of control, but that's what you kind of expect out of a – out of a redshirt freshman getting some minutes in a big time situation, but he did. He brought a lot of energy. He had a great block. Um, I believe it was on. Uh, we'll just say one of the big men. <laughs> one of the big men on UNC, and then he ran the floor. He actually ended up getting blocked on the other end, but it's just the energy that he kind of played with. He brought the ball up the court a couple times, which was good to see. Um, but I'll, I'll, I'll go the, those two, Sebron and, and Braxton, for, for my first half and, and combine it into one. So, that block yeah. was on Garrison Brooks, by the way. Garrison Brooks, there you go. Who? And here's, um, here's a stat, too. Uh, Manny Bates' plus-minus was the highest out of any other NC State player. Now, that's a skewed stat sometimes, but his plus-minus was 11. Wow. It's that's not a skewed high. stat. It's yeah. not a skewed stat. More people should actually look at that stat because a lot of people, you know, they look at that – they look at that um, – that stat sheet and they'll see the points and, and things like that. But if you're, if you're with a good group of guys that are beating UNC's tail, that plus <laughs> minus going to shoot up. So that's to me, that's always been the one thing that I probably looked at was what was my plus minus in the game? Cause I wanted to know when I was in the game, was I playing making my team better or was I making my team worse? So that's, that's a good stat to look at for that. So, so we beat number 17 UNC. Let's, let's kind of, move forward a little bit. I know we could talk about beating UNC all day, but let's let's kind of, now that you've seen them play, even without DJ, what what are what are we now thinking with some expectations uh, moving forward? <laughs> you know, Bobby, take that, that one. <laughs> if, if you'd have asked me that three days ago, my answer would have been totally different. And I, you know, I'm, I'm excited right now, but tonight is what we can be. And that's without yeah. DJ as well. You know, with DJ, that's only going to get better. Um, and, you know, J. Cole, not going to sugarcoat it, J. Cole was really bad tonight. And, you know, yeah. he's, he's going to have better minutes. So, tonight's what we can be. You know, limit the turnovers, make some free throws down the stretch. We can be a good basketball team. And like we said on the preview with you, Scott, you know, all of us agreed we're a tournament team, should be a tournament team. And then the last, you know, last couple games, we did not look like a tournament team. I know part of it was a limited roster, limited guys. I know that's part of it, but, you know, just even the guys who were in the game, it wasn't crisp basketball. It wasn't good. Um, so, you know, seeing that tonight, that gives us some more hope. Great way to start off ACC play. That's what we can be. If we play our brand of basketball, we'll win a lot of games. Yeah. Anderson? And me, yeah. Got- me, and Bo- me and Bobby actually had this conversation a couple of days ago, what our expectations were, just with no practice, no DJ. And I, I fly out and say, I just don't have any expectations. I don't know what to expect. Uh, we've been playing really sloppy basketball up until, you know, this game. And we did play a little sloppy towards the end there too. But 
you know, the biggest thing other than beating Carolina is we're one and zero to start off ACC play. That's huge. You always want to get off to a good start. Yeah. And you know, you got a you got Boston College next. Uh, I think December thirtieth. <laughs> can't overlook them. I think we've uh, I think we overlooked Boston College a lot. And we can't <laughs> do it because it tends to bite us in the tail a lot. So uh, just expectations going forward. I don't know how good Carolina is too. We'll, we can look back at this win towards the end of the year and really know. But you know, just. Go one and zero every week, every game. I just got to be happy with that going forward. Just try to do the same thing. Yeah, and I I, I see we're getting we are getting a couple of questions on the side, so we'll, we'll we'll touch on those ones too. So I think for me, I, I, it's kind of how I I don't want to say that I I've, I've kind of felt during the the beginning of the year. I I knew they were capable of what Coach Keats wanted to do, what his brand of basketball. They have the ability to. Sub guys in every five minutes, stay fresh, pressure, uh, full court for 40 minutes of a game. So uh, I'm kind of still on the same one. I'm, I'm with you guys. I don't want to jump the gun just because, you know, we beat UNC. But I do think I, – I think they have a, the capability of finishing at that four or five spot in the ACC. It just comes down to we really need to take care of the ball and we need to put the ball in the basket so that we can set up that defense because I think when we set up that defense, we're – we're a top team in the nation. I mean, they're probably a top 10 defensive team, full court that just kind of gets in you and can make teams struggle like you saw in the first half where UNC was turning the ball over. I mean, even just a basic, they're trying to swing the ball from top, go to the left side, they just threw the ball out of bounds. Just that pressure makes people uncomfortable. So um, I, I'd say, I mean, I'm, I'm excited, but at the same time, I think, I think we'll leave them kind of at that spot at the four or five spot is where I'm kind of expecting them to finish. So uh, it'll be interesting to see when they get DJ back and hopefully they can kind of keep that same energy moving forward. So anything that you guys got that you guys kind of thinking of that, that, you know, when you were watching that game, you're like, man, I wouldn't mind talking about that. Anything off your guys top of your head? Uh, man, that dunk, that was, that was <laughs> great. I mean, so, Scott, it, we never really saw you do that when you were in college, man. What's up with that? <laughs> I, I don't have that capability. I had, I got one. If I knew how to get on here and like YouTube my dunk versus Boston College, I would put it on here so everybody could see. There, there's only about one. I dunked a lot more in high school, so uh, if I had that athletic ability, I might my longevity of my career might have went a little bit longer. But um, I mean, he's. I mean, Kevin Keats has been saying it since the beginning. He's the most athletic kid that he's probably coached, and he's the, by hands down the most athletic kid he's got on his team. So yeah. uh, th that was a great done. Manny Bates had a good putback too, so I can't I can't even underplay that one. He went he he went over somebody too, so uh, that's that's impressive. <laughs> so hopefully hopefully they can keep that up and keep attacking the rims. So. <laughs> I thought Shaquille's best play wasn't even the dunk. It was one interception he had, uh, like, center court, where he just jumped up and took it out of the air, which was yeah. – I think we scored on that possession too. But he's <laughs> he can actually jump out of the gym, it seems like. That was yeah. the first I, half, right? Yeah, where he just ran by the big. Yeah. He just ran by the – the big thought he had, just had an easy pickup, and he just ran by him and grabbed it. I mean, yep. he just mm. – and that's the thing with this team is they just – they have that energy that if they can keep that energy for 40 minutes – they can be they can be really good. They can be really good. So Jason on here asked, he wanted to ask why no more or haze in crunch time. 
Well, we probably should have put him in considering the free throws. But I think we were one and four down the stretch. <laughs> but I would guess it's probably an experience thing. Uh, yeah. You know, Braxton and uh, Devin, they've actually been the guys that have hit our clutch free throws down the stretch in most of our games, especially last year. So you can't really fault Kevin Keats for that. But maybe he should have ridden the hot hand because, yeah, it was a little bit of a struggle towards the end. Yeah, that, that, that's what I was going to say. Probably just the experience thing. The guys we had on the floor have played in big moments in ACC play at some point in their career. And for Thomas Allen, not ACC play, but in Big Ten play. Um, so just the experience thing, even though, you know, Shaq had the hot hand tonight, you know, you can't eh, – you can risk it down the stretch. But, you know, in that scenario, Coach Keats felt more comfortable with the older guys. Yeah, and I I, I mean, I agree with everything you guys said. I think um, – I think I, deep down I would have liked to see him in. But at the same time, you know, you've got – Devin there, you got Braxton there, you've got that experience that, you know, in that crunch time that you kind of have that comfort with, then, you know, a freshman in that big situation that could turn the ball over. Cause what happens if one of them turn it over and that game goes a completely different way? I mean, that could one hurt you bad mentally going forward. And I think Braxton, if that happened to Braxton or Devin, I mean, I think they kind of brush that off their shoulder and they're like, you know what? I made a mistake. Let's move forward. So, um, I would like to see him in there, but at the same time, I think it's it's just an easy decision to keep your your upperclassmen in there. So, um, I guess we can. Um, I, I know we're a main basketball. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, for me, I'm a main basketball podcast guy. So let's while we got some state people on here, let's go ahead and talk about the bowl game. Give me some insight on this. What do you guys expect out of the the state Kentucky bowl game? Oh, baby. So. Uh... <laughs> We're going to have a little two-man packpot ad here. If you want to hear our full insight on the bowl game, that, that's our episode on Monday. There you go. All right, don't, so don't give too many spoilers. Just give us, give us what your expectations are. Maybe some expect, a quick expectation and a final score. Uh, I expect State to win. Kentucky is very, very run-heavy, so I expect us to uh, make our defensive focus on that. Um, I'm going to say uh, 35-17 State. Ooh, lopsided. All right. That's bold. That's bold. Uh, I'm a bold maybe a little guy. bit more bold than I would have been. But, uh, yeah, Kentucky very run heavy. I was really worried about this matchup, that we were going to get another Gator Bowl repeat of 2018 where we just get slacked by a very much superior SEC team, especially since we're going to be missing some guys on the defensive end uh, when this bowl game comes around. But uh, Kentucky is definitely a beatable team. They, I don't even think they have a winning record. Were they four and five, Bobby? Four and six. Four and six. Yeah, I think we we match up pretty well with them, especially since they're a very run heavy team too. We're gonna be able to stack the box, send our linebackers in like we usually want to. But if we're going score predictions, I'll say I'll say thirty one twenty. Chris Dunn field goal. Right, that's that's still a little bit lopsided. I, I mean, I think it'll be a little bit closer. I'm gonna go twenty. 24-17. I, like um, I kind of like the way they've looked of late. And I, to me, if it wasn't um, – you take away the Virginia Tech game and the injury to the quarterback, we could very easily have two losses there. If You know, the UNC game is the one that kind of stands out to me that, you know, we kind of got blown out. But injury to the quarterback, so now we're starting a new quarterback for, you know, so that could have been a different outcome. And then you got the Virginia Tech game where we just laid an egg. But – 
Um, I mean, Virginia Tech kind of showed that they weren't that good the rest yeah. of the year. So, uh, but those are those are some good predictions. Like I, I do have a bone to pick with both of y'all. Y'all were bad mouthing my Steelers last night. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! I didn't I didn't say anything bad about the Steelers. I was just I was just hyping up my boy Ryan. See, hey, was, listen, I'm. I'm all for Ryan playing well, except for when he doesn't play the Steelers. <laughs> Listen, Bobby made Ryan Finley what he is. He yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take every day. I'm gonna take the credit for that. I have snapped that dude thousands of footballs, <laughs> thousands. I practically prepared him for that moment. Yeah, I, well, my Steelers are having a, a rough go of it, so hopefully <laughs> they can get out of a funk. But I appreciate you guys coming on here. I hope everybody enjoyed kind of our our post game. Um, I'm looking to do a couple more of these, just, just hop on after game and kind of give our, our quick two cents about it. But I appreciate you guys being on there again, the two man Wolfpack podcast, check them out today. We were the three man Wolfpack podcast. So go, go like, and subscribe to, to both the one man Wolfpack and the two man Wolfpack podcast. Again, they're going to have that, that Monday episode talking about the bowl game. So go ahead and check that out. And I appreciate everybody, uh, coming on to us and watching us live tonight. So have a good night and go pack. Go pack. Thanks for having us on, Scott. Yeah, absolutely. You guys take care.